Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. Sister May went shuffling down the land. Keeping one step ahead of the law, taking each hour at a time. There ain't nobody in this damn world I'd rather be with than you. Said Sister May, reaching for a bottle, holding just enough liquor for two. Brother Moses, I knew him well He grew tired as the years rolled by Long ago he raised a little money It was gone in the wink of an eye Sister made dark child of the city Wearing somebody's dress that's torn Fell for her man like a stone in the ocean It was raining on the night she was born and the pity, the filth and the grind The turns out to be your bed You can dance in your dreams And trouble seems to leave your weary Brother Moses and Sister May They're just wasting their lives away Brother Moses and Sister May Are just thankful Crack in the sky where the sun peeks through, but it ain't anywhere around here. The story goes when you see it first time, you can't help but shed a tear. When does it happen? How do you know if it's real or something else? You're hugging the streets, the world's looking pretty, while the skylight. In the, mess. in the dust and the pity, the filth and the grind, the turns out to be open. You can dance in your dreams, and trouble seems to leave your weary head. Brother Moses and Sister May, they're just wasting their lives away. Brother Moses and Sister May. CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3CR.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon till one every Sunday afternoon. 3CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the Wurundjeri people and we pay respect to Elders past, present and emerging and acknowledge any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander people listening from any lands around this nation. 
there's lots of ways to get in touch with the show. You can email out of the pan, 855 at gmail.com, SMS 61456751215. You can tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line. And you can look for the posts on Facebook, 3CR, uh, on my page, Sally Goldner, and on Out of the Pan, 3CR, 855 AM Melbourne. And it is an absolute pleasure on this Ida Hobbit Day, May 17th, to welcome the Gender and Sexuality Commissioner for Victoria, Ro Allen. Ro, good to have you with us. Oh, not hearing? Oh, it's great to be here. Good to have you. Good to have you. Thanks for coming in. And as we do, um, if it's okay to ask, um, which pronouns you use, if any? Uh, I'm very uh, comfortable with any, but um, uh, you can call me Commissioner or um, Ro or they or she. All things are fine, Sally. They're all good. All right. Ro, um, well, you know, this is one of, of course, one of the big days on the proverbial rainbow year, May 17th, and the show coinciding um, with the day on a Sunday this year. Uh, but of course, it's tempered. We, you know, um, as much as I would like to ignore the elephant in the room that's out there at the moment called COVID-19, we can't do that. So, I mean, I think we must, you know, sort of a bit cut to the chase. I mean, um, you know, how are we, you know, as a community, how how are we managing? What have been the challenges? What are we, um, you know, what sort of strengths are we bringing to the fore? Um, what sort of strengths are coming to the fore in this time to um, for our communities that you've noticed? Um, because you're obviously um, here, there and everywhere. What sort of things have been going on? Well, I think Ida Hobbit is important in 2020 as it is in any year mm -hmm. because we know that during a crisis, it magnifies inequality. And mm -hmm. we've seen that through COVID, you know, and... So we know is it, it, it's a testimony that um, homophobia, biphobia, intersex, transphobia is absolutely alive and well, uh, and that you know we are have, we are a population that has experienced or is experiencing family violence more in in COVID, and we know that might be young people losing their job, having returned home where their sexuality and gender identity is not affirmed, or you know, people are more scared to access services uh, for fear of being discriminated. People that have never needed to access services from the LGBTIQ community before. Uh, so, you know, they're, they're unsure about that. Uh, you know, we are in population groups that are highly represented in unemployment, you know, so we're overrepresented in, mm -hmm. in sex work. Uh, I think there's 50 to 60% of sex workers that are presumed to be LGBTIQ. And yep. of course they lost their jobs day one. Um, so there's a lots of things that have been impacting our community, certainly um, people with HIV uh, and their compromised immune systems. They've been in isolation, you know, longer than, uh, like longer than others uh, and they have particular health needs. And so we've been trying to, um, to combat these uh, along with everybody else's needs and requests of government. But I think, you know, we are overall, we are a really resilient community mm. that finds um, find all sorts of ways to come together. And I think other, other people don't have the community that we have. Like, um, I can think of kindness pandemic that Catherine Barrett developed uh, with Absolutely. 10 other kids. Uh, and that's would be something that's come out of the LGBTIQ community out of one of our leaders. It's now a global sensation and over millions, millions of people um, have set up a kindness pandemic Facebook pages locally to, to show those acts of kindness. Um, I know that, uh, you know, many of the services, we've got volunteer services running out of Thorn Harbour. We can get your prescriptions filled and your shopping brought to you and Drummond Street are doing Coles vouchers and we've funded some of that brokerage over there. Uh, you know, all of those, those things are really important. I think another thing we came out of the, uh, we came out of, really quite fast and realising that many of our queer performers, uh, LGBTIQ performers, uh, are, you know, lost their jobs, that all those yeah. jobs, you know, uh, vanished on day one, Sally. And so 
I could see that. And they've supported our organisations doing voluntary work, you know, Mama Alto, Dolly Diamond, Carrie Seattle, all that, Lexi Lexi, all that mob, Frock Hudson. And um, I put something to the minister really early about let's do, you know, um, you know, a television show uh, into communities, onto couches, which will keep isolated members of our community up to date. It's mostly nonsense. There's not a lot of news and current affair in there, but uh, they have health representatives and stuff, but they have entertainers and you can, we pay those entertainers to, to entertain us. And you can also, you know, there's PayPal information on the bottom of that you can donate. And those in the community that can donate have been donating to those, to those artists, uh, which has been amazing. And I've seen some incredible, uh, some absolutely incredible uh, performers um, on that show. Just absolutely, you know, amazing. So um, that's had thousands of views now, and um, is um, is certainly worth a watch. And I, look, I think I think it, you know, it, it's 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 the ingenuity that comes out of our community, our creativeness. Um, so that you know, Dolly and Kerry on the couch house party, you know, has really um, has really kicked off, and. Uh, Dina Curry comes on as a community champion and he's showcased different parts of community. Um, he showcased uh, Fearless uh, Movement Collective, which is um, Bowie and Zay's business yes. that run um, exercise classes for trans and non, um, non-binary folk predominantly, but the whole, the whole yep. community. And so I think, you know, having that all go online and so quickly, I think that's where other maybe other communities haven't had that, um, that, you know, ingenuity or they sat around and, you know, took a long time. We were out and we basically had a television show up and running before the rest of Arts Victoria had a grant ramp out. So, you know, I think, I think we're, we're pretty, we're pretty special. I mean, there are some people that really work well in a crisis. Uh, and I think everybody's had what, what I'm calling cray cray days you know where you just you're not functioning at all and as long as we don't have those cray cray days all on the same day um <laughs> spread it out um you know um then then we'll get there but it's it's that you know people call calling me up checking on me i'm checking on others um it's been you know there's some there's some lovely things i, I heard something today about you know what lessons we might take out of this and you know hindsight is 2020 so maybe it's the year of hindsight where we you know i've connected with friends from high school and friends from childhood that i haven't seen for years um just through internet and you know then i think other people are doing similar things you gotta have pride don't be ashamed love is the same
You're listening to 3CR Community Radio, 855 AM. Visit the 3CR website at 3cr.org.au forward slash podcast to hear the most recent recording from each show or 3cr.org.au forward slash streaming to listen live. Yeah, you've given a huge, well, two things there, overall, a huge list and a huge range of qualities of things going on. And there's just probably one I'd like to throw in on the list side as well. Um, and that is, of course, the wonderful crew at Hairs and Hyenas and what they're doing with delivering books out, um, you know, because, um, you know, they're, they're also a major central hub of our community and our arts community. But, you know, then they've obviously lost a lot of income, but they're still, you know, adapting as best as they can to and giving at the same time. And that leads to those qualities. It's, it is, as you said, um, this one minute, someone who can be up and is giving support the next minute, the roles swap. A rare case of binaries there, I think. Um, but it, <laughs> it, it proves that it's not binary. And I think that's been the thing that we really all need to be um, looking out for each other, um, you know, sort of really being in the present moment for each other. The thing that I would obviously want to ask someone like yourself um, in particular, well, there's a couple of things. There's lots of things, but um, two that have leapt to mind. I mean, you are basing yourself in regional Victoria and it's important, as you said, that we bring everyone along and you know, try to minimise that inequity as best as we can. And we know even in what I call usual or good times, there can be inequity between well, breaking it down in a metro, out of metro, regional, rural. Uh, what are the sort of similarities and differences? I'll start um, for you personally in regional Victoria and what you're getting from regional and rural Victoria. I'll start with the positives. I mean, we're in our primary house. I mean, I took the family to Melbourne. We live in a small apartment in the city so I can do my job. Yeah. Uh, and we make compromises. So... To be to be up here and have the space, it it, it does feel um, I feel very grateful every day that I can get up and you know I don't even have to leave my property to go for a you know an hour's walk. I can you know walk right around you know for an hour. And um, I was even speaking to the minister pulling Patterson's curse out of the ground the other day, thinking, Walking along, so there's no in two acres. If you know how big that, there's not a piece of Patterson's Curse left on the property. So I walk and talk, and you know, so I'm so living in the country is great, but as you've just witnessed, the internet connection can be very (laughs) yes, very difficult. So I've just gone and kicked everyone in my family off any device possible, so we could do this interview. and, and so there's compromises and, you know, it's why the, the rural roadmap that we're developing uh, toolkit, it's not just going to go online. We're delivering hard copies. Yeah. In fact, call. you know, there, there are things that we need to do to make sure that rural and regional people get access to things. But, you know, the, I think what we'll learn from COVID is how we need to do much more online meetings. So rural and regional people can attend events functions mm. Um, how do we have house parties in Warrnambool and Wangaratta and join into events and things in Melbourne uh, in a way that's meaningful and people can participate? Yep. You know, or likewise, do the event in Wodonga and have people in Melbourne join. It doesn't always have to be in Melbourne. I mean, we're, Kay, my wife and I, we're asking ourselves, is it possible that we don't have to live in that apartment in Melbourne you know, all the time. Um, maybe I can work from home half time into the future, you know? So um, it certainly, it certainly freshened up my, my view about rural and regional and the benefits. Um, the benefits totally outweigh the costs um, and Medi health. I mean, how good is Medi health? I mean, yep. telephone health. I mean, what, why weren't we doing that before for rural people? My goodness. Um, you know, uh, without oversharing to the to the viewers, but you know, we had an issue, nothing to do with COVID. Uh, and you know, before we even got out of bed, we were talking to a doctor, and the prescription was, you know, emailed to the local pharmacy, and the pharmacy rang and said, "Your prescription's ready." I mean, why weren't we doing that six months ago? You know, and so cool. some 
some things that COVID has given us will make um, advantages, I think, going forward. Because rural and regional people will say, and they should, and I will, to the Commonwealth and to others, you could do it during COVID. Why can't you do it now? Why do I have to, on Saturday morning in a rural town when there's no doctor open, why do I have to drive 45 minutes to an hour to a, you know, somewhere to, you know, when I can video chat with a doctor who can look at an injury and prescribe, you know, um, whatever. Yep. You know, why do you need to do that? I mean, I'm not saying for all medical appointments, but prescription refills and all those sorts of things. So, yes, it's been difficult, but you also you look at the... Um, look at the stats about where the cases are. There's not, you know, it's, there's pros and cons, Sally, I think, but I'm, I'm certainly, um, I'm certainly enjoying uh, the space and, you know, slowing down. I mean, my diary emptied overnight uh, and I'm, I'm incredibly busy, but I'm not out every night at function after function, event after event, um, you know, and it's it's been it's been a really interesting time. You would experience similar things. Well, lots of similar things, and I do have to say, you know, obviously I'm, I live in the burbs, but uh, I've got to say a couple of times early on when the mental health end was low, the fact that I was able to do telehealth and just grab virtually any appointment time. Similar thing, I um, my I needed an appointment with my regular psych very quickly got it in at not there was a nine o'clock I was going to be awake anyway um, um turn on the turn on the mighty laptop may it be blessed and there it was and it started to turn things around so yeah I think there's lots that we can take out of this we'll be able to take learnings out of it for sure I think the other point that came across um two points that came across first of all um uh, thank you very, very much to Kay and family for um, being kicked <laughs> off the internet for this uh, roughly half hour or so. Um, may they be blessed. Um, I'll buy, when we're able, able to gather again, I will buy Kay a drink in thanks. But, uh, <laughs> and, and child and an orange juice because we don't serve alcohol to minors. But seriously, um, you know, the thing is, thank you for that. But also I think the thing that's come out of it, we know, of course, what, um, a damaging thing in the more usual times, isolation is for um, so many LGBTI people. Um, and so if there's you know, ways in the future, let's say, where a isolated trans person in Horsham can you know, go to a safe LGBTI place in Horsham and do um, appointments by that, like that to get counselling or you know, later on, once the hormones are established or whatever, you know, that sort of thing. I think this could, there could be, as you say, silver linings come out of this. So that's really important to note um, as well. The new trans clinics that we've got, I mean, we'll have, to, I've already put a request in to find out whether they, they're doing telehealth. And if they are, they're in, um, uh, I believe Ballarat is the rural rural one. I mean, you know, if you can do telehealth, you can be anywhere in rural Victoria and, and have that consultation it's still i'm not saying you shouldn't have a local gp that yes. is supportive uh and and otherwise you, you may we may miss medical things holistically looking at somebody's health yeah um but i think for the in-betweens it's you know it can save a lot of time energy and effort for people who who you know may need to miss a day's work or a day uni or tafe to go to to an appointment in rural victoria um it would save people a lot of time effort and energy Oh, absolutely. Save travel costs, all that sort of thing. But um, you'll just you'll just have to um, um, use use your benign clout to influence the federal government to implement NBN faster. Um, you know, sort of mm. is is bad internet is bad internet. Is that a, is that a code word for pa is Patterson's curse a code word for bad internet or something? No, that's not true. But bad hair. Yeah. So, look, it is obviously Ida Hobbit in these times, but it is also Ida Hobbit full stop. And, um, you know, I think that we also do need to keep in mind some of the things that we do need to do to just keep celebrating the day and bringing people along. Let's just, from your point of view, get any ideas on what you, and both personally and in your official capacity as a Lakamish, um, what sort of ideas do you um, are still you know things that we need to think about on this important day? Well, I think I think Ida Hobbit is important to as you said to remember the achievements that we've already made. And this year, uh, birth birth um, certificate reform has been epic. 
we weren't able to go down to birth, deaths and marriages in May and, and celebrate. I thought we, I, I envisioned streamers and parties. So, it did. <laughs> uh, and so that was, that's, that was a bit of a shame, but I think, um, I think the, what we've got to look forward to as well is, is really important in, in this year, um, the opening of the Pride Centre, um, you know, Australia's first Pride Centre that is an achievement. Um, there's more law reform to come around, you know, the, the Premier's made commitment around conversion ideology, uh, the idea you can pray away the gay and LGBTI. Uh, so, you know, there's still, like, we don't have equality under the law. There's still, there's a whole lot of achievements we have made in the last hundred years the majority of them has been in the last five years uh, and you know we are working on a whole of government lgbtiq strategy and i think that's exciting we've never had in victoria a whole strategy so i'm getting really excited about that we've started consultations um, that'll certainly go live and people will be able to fill in surveys and submissions really soon and that will set the blueprint for the next 10 years of victoria okay you know where you know Idaho, but hopefully one day will be more of a celebration than a reminder of the discrimination. This song is for a restaurant of long visualized, an imaginary franchise for the disenfranchised, a fictional kitchen which we're globally famed, fearless leaders of love, it is nobly named. In these slices of life, find kindness entwined, like like water for chocolate, through the stomach to the mind. Meet at the pizza resistance, or meet at the peace for persistence. Non-violent people's revolution spins round your platter, revering the kind of heroes who really matter. First up, Balakal, we have the Dalai Lama, when with everything, the Supreme Kamabama. Then the Nelson Mandela, our top seller, it'll govern your taste buds, takes a long time in the oven. Then the Martin Luther King, aka MLK, mushroom, lettuce, and kale, civil play right away. And then the Josephine Baker cake with just desserts and segregated flavors, the swell of banana exerts. Unless French dressing disconcerts. Meet at the pizza resistance Meet at the peaceful persistence Non-violent people's revolution Spins round your platter Revering the kind of heroes who truly matter Fine dining, combining and remind the call With the comestible, that's the best of all up next on the specials is the Corazonatino, the Manila photo pizza are called Sony Filipino. Then the Kansarawio, a Nigerian effect with no oil or shellfish out of respect. Then the Julian Assange features leaks, of course, the taste of Ecuador with a secret sauce. Then the Gandhi knocks his socks off, but not so hot that it's untouchable. It's fast food, and yet it's not. Pass the soul, make it one with the law. What you got? But in each case, each great tasty topping needs a supported base to stop it flopping. Owls of grind for fine flowers, whole grained and seeded. Growing rolls are heated when dough is needed. The heat from trees cheese increased in size. The trusted crust and the faithful rise. Come meet at the pizza resistance. Come meet at the pizza. Persistence, non-violent people's revolution spins round your platter, revering the kind of heroes who really truly matter. Fine dining, combining a reminder call with the comestible, that's the best of all. Celebration, it's a festival, and salivation, it's delectable. Salutation of salvation through satiation, and guaranteed the ingredients of every morsel in our range is organically and ethically sourced. And of course, it's a given that the the menu is subject to change as the women and the men who inspired it decided. So we would fight it! Yeah.
box stuffed with Bob Marley and Jalenin and a bookshelf stacked with Gene Sharp goes join the road. Extend the venue beyond the venue to fund defenders of our rights that maybe you don't know you don't know. Like the says a Chavez if I'm fresh is what you seek if it greens the Bob Brown is mild but never me. Take a seat, try the Rosa Parks, the Alice Paul, although Nobel Women's Initiative Pizza. Try them all, then the Lolly of the Namalaulu Mama Weasel. Away from the flavor of the Lek Valesa, the Bakla Pavel, the Kabawi, the Tohu, Kakahita, the Titi, or Onomayo, doesn't you do? Or maybe even you too. Meet at the pizza resistance. Come meet at the peaceful resistance. Non-violent people's revolution spins round your bladder. Revering the kind of heroes that really revolutionize fine dining. Come meet at the pizza resistance. That's the best of all. Celebration. It's the best of all. Celebration. It's the best of all. Celebration. Of salvation. We still experience. Very true. Um, there's two two groups I'd, I'd want to mention there. Who, you know, if we, as much as I hate the idea that there is inequality, it is a reality or and inequity. Um, two that come to mind are um, intersex um, people with um, variations of sex characteristics and um, sex workers. Um, and I'm just wanting to check in and to see what sort of things are still happening, again, both COVID-related and or generally for those two groups, because they can face, of course, really severe marginalisation. And I know as an educator, a lot of times when we do that, people haven't even heard the word intersex. So I'd really like to make sure we um, you know, have that sense of inclusion for those two groups. What's any updates there? Well, one of the hardest things uh, in my work plan that COVID has done is is put a pause on the intersex work. We were at the 11th hour and the brief is at uh, Minister McCarkoff's office, so the health minister's office, um, to sign off on the recommendations and we we're going to have the, the, uh, the next intersex meeting. We were going to show them the 10 recommendations and then get final sign off uh, and then really be, you know, world leaders, hopefully, in intersex uh, issues. So that's been disappointing. Everyone's been so understanding that the health minister's had a bit on, been a bit oh, busy. Just a tad, yeah. Just a little busy. Um, and a queue of things are there for her to sign off on. Um, so we just have to be patient. And that's, um, uh, I can say um, that while we're waiting for that, I'm still working on the implementation of some of those that we think would be easier to do and working out how we might do those with a couple of different case scenarios, if that makes sense. If this happens, we go this way. If this happens, we go this way. So that background work is still happening, um, but any announcement can't be done until um, till that goes through. There's a number of things that, you know, um, we'll, we'll start as we start to ease restrictions and she gets a bit more freedom to do other things, we'll get that back on track. Um, but that's a very exciting space to watch. Um, yeah. And I very exciting. And that's, you know, for, for me, that's five years of work. For the advocates, you know, over 20 years of work, you know, course, and I want to acknowledge yeah. that they have waited far too long for this piece of work. Um, Minister Foley is aware of that and to, to move on it. And as soon as we can, uh, Sally, we'll, that's, the, that's our next big piece. Um, in relation to made brokerage funding available to orgs to to pay for things in relation to homelessness um, that they may need, and um, we'll continue to support that group every way we can. Um, I keep raising them on a list of uh, vulnerable groups, and they keep getting added uh, in all of our discussions and thinking. Yep. Oh, well, that it, it is good to hear. I, I have to, you know, look. I think one of the things that has happened through throughout this that, um, you know, as I've been and you have been on various teleconferences 
video conferences, the word, the word of the, the month or something, one of them, um, is I have been really impressed by people doing their best to make sure that um, everyone is being brought along. I don't feel like there's been any resistance to that. And that's, you know, again, a sign of that um, resilience and community and creativity that is there. Um, and um, yeah, so we do hope that that will come along. And also, I suppose one thing that was mooted, but I think must, I just want to check in, in is I understand there was the possibility of law reform in relation to sex work in terms of decriminalisation. But um, I just wanted to see if there was any update on that or whether that um, might be on pause button as well. Yeah, unfortunately, um, I believe that uh, Fiona Patton's piece of work there is on pause. Um, we don't even know when Parliament's going to resume as full Parliament course, to do its yeah. natural business. So the calendar is in complete flux. Yeah. Yeah. I will um, also just um, the last thing because you know we've um, you know it's just been a very packed conversation, but you know sort of um, you mentioned that you are getting the benefits of. Um, regional and rural Victoria, Patterson's curse aside, but you've cleaned that, you've cleaned that up. How are, what are the, you haven't? It's gone. It's all gone. It's all gone. See, well, I mean, there's something you've accomplished, but I mean, what's been, you know, I'll say, you know, just in this time, which is so unprecedented. And one of my guests a few weeks ago used the word pervasive. What has been helping you sort of minimise any stress factors? And I, you know, you did a sensible thing. You're, you and your colleagues said we're going to have two, two, two days time out, out of the work days um, after working your armpits off, so to speak. But what sort of things have been working for you personally and what other things that you've heard that have worked for other people, whether specific or general, just I think the more, you know, sort of ideas we can throw out there to sort of, um, ease people through. It's got to be a good thing. So throw them at, throw them at us. <laughs> uh, well, um, I'm getting much better at my daily uh, meditation, which kind of falls off the agenda in um, Melbourne, but I'm doing much better here. Plus my meditation teacher is in Violet Town. So uh, occasionally I see her walking um, around, around the street. I go walking for an hour a day um, and I take someone with me. So I take a friend or a colleague on a virtual walk. Mm -hmm. telephone to telephone um which is good um and for light relief um my daughter's missing her friends and um playing and and um, having fun so on saturday nights we do board games and dress-ups and yeah. i've been um, miss scarlet and played cluedo and uh a pilgrim and played Catan. and um we you know watch this space um we did snakes and ladders that was a bit crazy um and Harry Potter Scrabble, and in 15 years, I've never played Scrabble with my wife Kay before, and now I know why. So just getting back to, we got wiped off the board, Sally. We got wiped off the board. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> chaos. But, you know, some of those basics for me, you know, getting back to board games with kids and basics has been really, really important. Um, and, and having, like, COVID-free days, I mean, I get enough COVID stuff during the working day, okay. obviously have to be updated, that I don't watch the news at night every day. Yeah. Um, we don't put the whole family through it. We can just have, a, like, a whole COVID-free night um, and not watch any news or listen to any radio. Um, and that's okay. I mean, I, I'm, I'm very fortunate. People will text me if, if there's, you know, uh, an issue that I need to deal with. But it's okay to take some time out from from all of that. Sometimes I think that's important for our all of our mental health because it, you know, looking at that overseas stuff particularly, it's you can't help but be so impacted by it if you have compassion, and we all do. That 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 is so real. It's coming through our televisions every night, and um, you just look at Indonesia or the Philippines, and you just think, oh my goodness, you know, it's just horrific. Um, so yes, it makes me feel grateful and helps with my gratitude for what I, what I have, but it also, if I watch too much of it, um, it just makes me feel powerless and helpless. So I think for my mental health, I just try to limit that intake. I think that's a, that's a very, very fair call that we do have to do that degree of self-care. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure we would love a 
some sort of magic wand where we could all go out again on a pre-March 13th, but it's not there. And I think trying to say, well, when will, when will we get this thing lifted and when will this return? It's, it does get a bit beyond the, you know, most of our control. So, you know, just try to live, um, day to day, um, one moment at a time. I'd better clarify one thing that just left me a little unclear. You said there were dress-ups and you were dressed up as Miss Scarlet from Cluedo. Did I get that right or was I mishearing? Uh, no, well, um, I was Professor Plum, I think. I got away with Professor Plum. Alex was Miss Scarlet, but you won't be surprised, Sally, we didn't have any red lipstick up here and, and um, so she squashed up a whole lot of raspberries and put... Um, boiling water on them and made uh, red lipstick. So, you know, there's a lot of ingenuity going on in our dress-ups up here. Fair enough. Glad we clarified And there's no that. photos. No, I was, <laughs> you read my mind there. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to say, I mean, um, you know, that could have been a charity fundraiser. Who wanted to bid for the one photo of um, the commission as Miss Scarlet? But no, it wasn't there. Um, <laughs> Gosh, and it would have been a huge fight for the massive money on the um, the queer organisation wanting the funds out of that one. But, um, you know, look, seriously, I think, you know, you've got it right. Try to live in the present moment, do self-care, but also try to find moments where you can have some fun and relaxation individually and collectively is really good stuff. Look, Ro, um, it's been a pleasure um, to have you on. And, yes, um, I the other thing I was going to say is, you know, did want that, in that but not knock down the door of births, deaths and marriages at 8.30 on Friday the 1st of May, but we didn't get it. But I'll look forward to um, us being at a show us your affirmed identity certificate party somewhere <laughs> um, because, um, you know, that is, is a big thing. And I think at the moment when we remember those reforms that we've got and can take some positivity out of them, take what positivity we can out of what we have and be grateful for it. That's a good approach. And again, to sum up, I do agree we are resilient and we have. Actually, one thing I was going to ask you about, there's one more that's come to mind, and that is the experience of our seniors, and I'll say seniors, um, in terms of what they went through during the HIV situation in the 1980s and 90s, um, early 90s. I mean, that's something that perhaps is very specific to our knowledge. And just would there have there been any tips that have come your way out of that that perhaps we could share as well from what we remember of that? Yeah, I, I've talked to a lot of um, seniors, particularly uh, gay men. Um, the, they certainly know how to do a pandemic, but it, it's actually been quite alarming for them to have this come up again. It's been um, not, so, not so fabulous for their mental health. Uh, and a fair bit of anger involved, Sally, because, you know, there's a whole government response to this, which they didn't see early enough in their pandemic, you know. Yeah. Um, and and so a lot of men are, um, it's not, you know, I've just spoken to men, a lot of other people had HIV as well, but True. Um, have, um, have been really distressed about how much energy and effort's going into this versus what went into... HIV AIDS back in back in the day so um, not not trying to draw you know not trying to um, make too many parallels um, I think that I think the biggest fear was when somebody suggested that HIV medication may help coronavirus that was a, an enormous fear because the price in America tripled for HIV oh. medication um, which didn't happen here and luckily it was stomped on pretty quickly but uh, if anything, it was going to make that uh, more difficult for them as well. So oh. there you go. Yeah, look, I hadn't heard of that that aspect about the triple pricing stuff. Um, you know, and I mean, the last Lucky, thing... Not in, Sorry? Not in Australia. Yeah, not need, in Australia. You don't need to hoard it. No. it, it, it be really, really clear about that. It's not in this country. The um, lines of medication are absolutely fine. We've confirmed that yeah. all the medication... Uh, all yeah. Good to sort of double, triple reconfirm that. But um, the last thing I claim to be is a, a GP or anything, but I, even my logical brain says, how on earth would that, anyone make up such something that bizarre that they would have thought an HIV medication could do something about a virus? Um, I think that person needs to, um, well, if they ever went to medical school, that person who started that one needs, needs to go back there in a damn big hurry. But, 
So, you know, um, you know, I, I totally want to acknowledge that distress. You know, that it, you know, would have felt a huge sense of un, unfairness in that, and it's a reminder that we do need to look after, um, well, our HIV um, communities um, at any time, but particularly at the moment, as with everyone else. Ro, uh, it's been a pleasure. I just better check in. Is there anything, anything else you want to add, either Hobbit or anything else-wise, before we wrap it up? No, I hope everybody is having a, a great Ida Hobbit day and remembers all the uh, all the advances that we have made in Victoria. And uh, when we get to the other side of this, look forward to working with everyone on continuing that. Happy cool. Ida Hobbit, everyone. Thanks, Ro. And regards to you and your family, Ro Allen, Commissioner for Gender and Sexuality, um, joining me on Out of the Pan 3CR 855 AM on um, Ida Hobbit Day. Very soulful, dear Blinsa. How you doing, Bernie? Oi, vey, oi, vey! How you doing, Bernie? Oi, vey, oi, vey! How you doing, Bernie? Oi, vey, oi, vey! And all the goyims say I'm pretty fly for a rabbi. your copy of 3CR's magnificent book. It's a stunning history of the people, programs and issues at the station since 1976. On sale now for the amazing price of just $20. Pick one up at the station or jump online and place your order. Radical Radio, celebrating 40 years of 3CR. On sale now for Many of you will be familiar with 3CR's annual Radiothon fundraiser. It's when you, our listeners, literally keep the station going with your generous donations. It's a vibrant and busy time each June at the station and an all-in effort from our volunteers, staff and supporters. But in 2020, under the COVID-19 restrictions... 
We need to do things a little bit differently. So stay tuned for our June Station Appeal. It'll be online, on point, and be asking those of you who can to make a donation to keep 3CR alive. 3CR, your station in struggle and solidarity. Three CR eight five five AM, three CR digital, three CR.org.au, three CR on demand, out of the pan with Sally. Thanks to Commissioner for Gender and Sexuality, Ro Allen, for um, their Rose time today on the show. Thanks to Rose staff for helping to get this organised. Well, I've uh, got to quickly run through the music we've played thus far. We opened up the show today with the Black Sorrows from Citizen John, one of their more, um, possibly their most recent albums, and a track called Brother Moses, Sister May, which seemed um, pretty diverse for Ida Hobbit Day. We then had a classic um, queer anthem, Jonah and Pride. We then had another track from the fantastic new Gord in the Act album um, from Totally Gorgeous and Pizza Resistance. Mmm, pizza. And because it's Shavuot coming up, one of the Jewish festivals, I thought I'd play Weird Al Yankovic. I'm not putting that CD away just yet, having just reclaimed another copy. Um, And Pretty Fly for a Rabbi Shavuot, or Shavuot as it can be called, um, the sixth day of the Hebrew month of Sivan. Um, So it um, happens around May, June and it marked the wheat harvest in the land of Israel and commemorates the anniversary of the day God gave the Torah to the nation of Israel. So there's some more diversity on the program. Um, Also got to mention, played a couple of messages today for the 3CR station appeal. This is so important. Um, We can't do Radiothon as we normally would in June this year, so I know people are battling out there, but if you do find something down the back of the couch or in the the loose change pocket or if you're someone who drives or public transport and isn't spending that at the moment, if you can just give a little bitty bit to keep us running for a few months and we we can do a delayed full-on Radiothon, that would be awesome. Um, There's lots of um, stuff on 3CR's webpage, 3cr.org.au, as to how you can do that. Got to give a big shout out to some newfound friends for this week. Um, hooked up with the New York um, Buy Group side by side. A great, an Australian read a great piece um, for um, on from a 1993 rally from a buy woman uh, of colour, which was awesome as well. I have to say, if there's, it's the only positive new thing or the best positive new thing that's come out of this so far is that. You know, there we were, Australian, US, and one bi person from Brazil all connecting. And I have to say it's the most best I've felt in two months and virtually everyone else said the same. So great to have our bi community um, there. A big bi five to you. And a big shout out to all the people who may be listening into Out of the Pan from around the world, including some of those people for the first time today, which leads handily into next week's show. Next week is Pan Visibility Day, which also, like as Ida Hobbit fell today on the 17th, Pan Visibility Day the 24th. So if you are multi-gender attracted, regardless of which label you use, and you want to send a bit of a snippet into me, um, just record it by whatever means um, and get it to me by all the means mentioned, preferably out of the pan855 at gmail.com, um, you know, and we can play that. Um, doesn't matter what your label is. If you're attracted to one gender, um, what does it mean to you to be an ally? I'd welcome your little clips. So um, please send those in. A couple of people have and we'll play those and get some more guests on. Take it out today. I want to dedicate a track to the late Jack Mundy, a union leader and environmentalist who brought the two movements together throughout the latter part of the 20th century based in New South Wales. And I couldn't think of a better track to play for Jack than V-Spy, V-Spy or Spy versus Spy. Don't tear it down. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week.
You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.